This is Financially Tuned with Baron Fitzgerald and Simon Hilliard of Wellington Adams Investment Advisory. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Baron Fitzgerald and Simon Hilliard provide their clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals, your money, and your plans in perfect harmony. And now here is Baron Fitzgerald and Simon Hilliard to help you find out how to be financially tuned. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another show of Financially Tuned with myself, Baron Fitzgerald, and Simon Hilliard from Wellington Adams Investment Advisory Group. Today, we're going to talk about some of the must-know rules regarding Social Security. You know, figuring out Social Security benefits can get very complicated because it's not just a matter of simply looking at the numbers on your statements and then planning based on those numbers alone. There are plenty of rules that you'll that will have an effect on your final Social Security benefit, which makes it very important that you understand them and how they will impact your finances. At this time, we'd like to welcome to the show our co-host, Mr. Tony Shore. How are you doing, Tony? Well, Baron, I am doing so good today. Uh, thanks for having me on the show once again. Um, I've just been crazy busy. How about you guys? Simon, what have you been up to? Uh, nothing much, Tony. Happy to be on the show today. Looking forward to talking about the topic of Social Security. I think you're right on with what you said earlier about a lot of people not understanding much about it and making some poor mistakes, so we're here to help. Excellent. And Baron, have you been keeping busy? I know you've been meeting with a lot of folks out there, right? Yeah, it's actually been a very, very busy week. Um, just trying to catch up from when I was away last week. So yeah, I've been real, real busy. So things are good. All right. Well, this is going to be a good one because I know that Social Security affects almost everybody and it's going to be good to know as much about it as possible, right? Uh, exactly. You know, Social Security is the foundation of retirement income for anyone who's about to retire. It makes up on average about 65% of the total household income. You know, the difference between making the best and the worst Social Security election can literally be tens of thousands of dollars. You know, you've paid into Social Security all of your working life. Doesn't it make sense to get back as much as possible? Really helps if you have a thorough understanding of it so you can make clear, informed decisions down the road and then know how those rules can affect your benefits. All right. Well, that's that's uh, that's a great point. And wow, who wants to leave tens of thousands of dollars on the table uh, that they could have gotten in benefits from Social Security. So let's dive right into this. Simon, what's the first rule that you think we should be aware of? Well, Tony, I think one of the first rules we should start out with uh, about Social Security, it's helpful to be aware that your benefits are determined by the highest 35 income years that you had in your working career. I have to say this is a funny one. We hear so much different things, and this is probably one of the most commonly misquoted figures. All too often we hear pension type of stuff come back where people are saying, well, it's the highest 10 years or it's the last 10 years. In any case, Social Security Administration is calculating the benefits only based on these highest 35 years. So if you've worked more than 35 years, those additional benefits don't give you bonus points. 
If you've worked less than 35 years, we'll talk about that in a second, but that's not going to be enough either. Some people will say that it's kind of a waste um, to work more than 35 years when it comes to Social Security. However, if you're not financially ready to retire yet, it's probably not a waste to keep working. And the later years in people's careers are usually the highest earning years. So therefore, you're replacing lower, earlier earning years in your career with the higher uh, earning years here. And it tends to increase your Social Security benefits. So it's good all around. Wow. So what does that mean then for people who haven't worked the full 35 years? Do they not get anything? Well, no, they'll still get a benefit. It just might be reduced. In the case of someone who hasn't gotten a full 35 years in the workforce, whether they were laid off, you know, or careers uh, where they took some time off to help out a family member or stayed at home to raise the kids, they may want to work some additional years so that they can reach that 35 years of benefits. But if they're not able to, you know, it's not the end of the world. Just the downside is that the Social Security Administration is going to average in zeros for any years that are less than the 35 years, any years that they missed along the way. So the end result will be a lower Social Security benefit because of those zero earning years that are factored into there. You know, as an example, that's why oftentimes you might have somebody that's in a higher earning career or a stay at home mother who had an excellent career and good income but has a lower social security benefit than they might be expected. And that's oftentimes due to the fact that maybe they stayed at home, took years off to raise the kids, and didn't get in a full 35 years, maybe only 20 years of working history there, and end up earning a little bit less than they expected, Tony. Interesting. And I, I think that's uh, that's fascinating that people, you know, a, a, I never knew that, the 35 highest earning years. Uh, would be calculated to make my social security benefit. It makes sense. What's another helpful rule we should know, Baron? Well, Tony, the second rule is that it's important to know that there are three different types of social security benefits. Um, you have basic retirement benefits that's just based on the worker's um, earnings over their working lifetime, spousal benefits, as well as survivor benefits. Um, as I said before, basic retirement benefits are just simply based on your earnings throughout your career. Spousal benefits are determined by your spouse's earnings. Um, you can file up to one half of your spouse's full retirement benefits if you file at full retirement age. If you file earlier than full retirement age on your spouse, your benefit will be reduced somewhat. And then survivor benefits are based on your deceased spouse's earnings, which can be their full retirement benefit. Uh, an important thing to note about all that, um, which is actually going to be the third rule that we're going to talk about, is that you don't get both yours and your deceased spouse's benefit. Unfortunately, you're only able to claim for one of those benefits. Uh, many people really get confused about this. They think that they're going to maybe get both. The surviving spouse will receive the higher of the two benefits only, not both or a portion of both. If the surviving spouse's benefit was more, then they would just keep their own benefit. If the deceased spouse's benefit was higher, then the surviving spouse would receive the deceased spouse's benefit and their own benefit would stop. An interesting thing to note is that if your spouse earns significantly more than you did throughout your working years, you actually may not want to file for your own retirement benefit because it could actually be less than if you filed spousal benefits. It's, it's important to have the calculations done 
to determine what type of filing strategy and when the optimal time to file would work best for you and your spouse um, as to optimize your benefit. There are actually over 20,000 calculations that go into determining that. So the help of a financial professional could really be of value in helping to make that very important decision. I would imagine it would be very important. And this is great to know. And we've got a few more rules to go over, but we do have to take a quick break. Uh, Before we do, Simon, is there anything you'd like to add before we go on that break? Well, Tony, you know, there's a lot of rules, a lot of guidelines when it comes to Social Security. And it's important to have a solid understanding of the program and how to get the most out of it for your benefits that you've been contributing to. Don't leave the retirement up to chance by winging it when it comes to Social Security. Seek out the help of a financial professional like Baron just mentioned to help you kind of navigate these different things that we're going to talk about. Uh, I think today for all the listeners, we are going to offer the Social Security Maximization Report for the first 20 callers. We'll do that in a complimentary review to go over it. The Social Security Maximization Report will go through those 20,000 different calculations that Barron mentioned, help identify any spousal strategies, considerations for surviving spousal benefits and things like that, specifically to each individual and give them some good insight to that. So if Anybody, for the first 20 callers, if they're interested, go ahead and reach out to us at 855-793-2409, or you can reach us on the web at wellingtonadams.com. All right. Uh, that is a great offer. I encourage our listeners to pick up the phone, give you a call, set up that complimentary consultation, no cost, no obligation uh, to sit down with uh, Baron or Simon and talk to them about your financial situation and where you're at. Simon, what is that phone number one more time? That's 855-793-2409. All right. And listeners, stay tuned. We're going to be right back with more of Simon Hilliard and Baron Fitzgerald here on Financially Tuned. Most people plan on taking their Social Security benefits at one of three ages, 62, 66, or 70. But did you know that there are over 20,000 calculations that could be run to determine the best time for you to file? Call Wellington Adams Investment Advisory at 855-793-2409 or visit wellingtonadams.com to request your complimentary Social Security Maximization Report that will help you learn how you can get the most out of your benefit. Welcome back, everyone, to Financially Tuned with myself, Baron Fitzgerald, and Simon Hilliard from Wellington Adams Investment Advisory and our co-host, Tony Shore. The title of this show is Eight Must-Know Social Security Rules. We've been discussing the different rules that go along with Social Security. Uh, So far, we've talked about how your Social Security benefit is calculated based on the highest paying 35 years that you had in the workforce. Um, And there are three different types of Social Security benefits, basic retirement benefits, spousal benefits, and survivor benefits. There are plenty of other rules to be aware of when it comes to this program. So let's get right back into it and discuss some more rules. All right. Yeah, this has been a great discussion so far. Thanks for the recap, Baron. You guys have covered a lot already. Um, Simon, what's the next rule on the list that we need to talk about today? Well, Tony, we'll talk about when you file. You know, another important Social Security rule is that deciding to take your benefits early can end up with you receiving a reduced benefit for the remainder of your lifetime. If you file for Social Security and start receiving your benefits before your full retirement age, your monthly benefit will be reduced permanently. So full retirement age for most of the listeners out there is going to be between 66 and 67 years old, and that's based on the month and year that you're born. 
you know, according to Social Security Administration's information, if you start collecting your benefit at age 62, your benefits will be reduced by 25%. So this is a permanent reduction on your monthly benefit, again, for your lifetime. You know, this is one that I often struggle with when we're talking to clients and giving out some advice or we just hear in general what people are doing because so many people begin collecting early out there. And if you think about it, if you've worked your entire lifetime, you know, for a lot of people, 25, 35, 40 years or more in a lot of cases, and because you begin to retire your benefits just four years before your Social Security's full retirement age, you're going to permanently reduce those for by a quarter of the benefit for your entire life. You know, don't get me wrong. There are many very good reasons, Tony, to begin collecting Social Security early, but it is clearly a big decision to take such a large permanent reduction moving forward. On the flip side, Tony, if you choose to delay receiving your benefits until you're age 70 years old, you would increase your monthly benefit amount as a result of delayed retirement credits that you earn based on your decision to postpone filing. These delayed credits are equal to about 8% a year growth, and that's a pretty good return at this point. You know, according to Social Security, on average, the benefit that you would receive at age 70 can be up to 76% more than the benefit that you would receive each month if you begin at age 62. So you can see that that potential difference can be thousands of dollars each month and would be a big decision. Well, you know, that is a huge contrast, a stark contrast. It makes me wonder why everybody just doesn't wait uh, until later to receive their benefits then. Well, actually, yeah, Tony, I'll jump in here. I mean, that's easier said than done. There's actually two schools of thought when you're deciding when to file. Um, do I file sooner or later? The number one reason why you would file earlier than later is that you're not in good health. Conversely, the number one reason to file later than earlier is because you are in good health. You know, you're betting that you're going to live longer than life expectancy. The number two reason for filing earlier is that you need the money. You don't have that cash cow coming in anymore from the job but you still have bills to pay. Not everyone can make it to 70 without that additional income. Uh, the fifth rule that we're gonna talk about is actually that claiming your benefits later will result in large, you know, larger monthly checks. It sounds obvious, of course, that you would wait to file considering your benefit will increase, as Simon mentioned earlier, by 8% for each year. You wait until after full retirement age, up until age 70. However, what many people don't realize is that, yes, your monthly check is going to be higher, but you won't get as many of those checks due to life expectancy. Um, also, after age 70, your benefits no longer will increase due to waiting to file. So it makes absolutely no sense whatsoever to file after age 70. Now, again, given that there are so many different times and ways that you can file, it's really important to consider your options carefully and work with a trusted professional who can help determine the right time to maximize your social security benefit. Yeah. And I know that's where you guys come in, Baron and Simon, you've helped so many people maximize their benefits. And even though you're not directly affiliated with the social security administration in any way, you guys uh, have a program software that you can run a personalized social security maximization report for people and you've had that run for me, and it's just, it's amazing. Uh, all the details telling you what spousal benefits might be available, uh, when to file, when the pr prime time for you to file would be, and you can talk about it and make sure you're doing it right. So for those of our listeners who haven't yet filed or have recently filed, I think this is really important. 
Now, Simon, what's a, what's the next rule on the list that we need to know about regarding Social Security? Well, Tony, another important thing to be aware of when it comes to Social Security is that working while you're receiving Social Security benefits may actually reduce your benefit check. So according to Social Security rules, again, if you begin collecting Social Security early prior to your full retirement age, which as we said for most of our listeners is between age 66 and age 67. So if you're collecting benefits at 62, 63, 64, and you earn more than the annual limit, which this year is just shy of 17,000, your benefits may be reduced $1 for every $2 that you go in earnings over that limit. So again, every dollar social or every $2 that you earn over the limit, they'll take back a dollar of your social security. Now, they loosen that up in that year before your full retirement age and broaden those limits a little bit. But that is obviously a significant consideration when you are thinking about collecting early benefits or continuing to work at all. You know, as most of our listeners are aware, once you reach full retirement age, you can earn as much as you like without being concerned about this penalty. Though, you should always consider the tax implications of doing both together, Tony. Well, yeah, and I know there are tax implications regarding Social Security, so I'm glad you brought that up. And these have been some solid rules that I think are going to help us understand what Social Security is and how it works a little more. Now, we're almost out of time for this segment, Baron. Is there anything you want to add before we take a quick break? Well, yeah, Tony, hopefully just that, you know, hopefully the listeners out there have gained a little insight into some of the rules surrounding Social Security and that some of their questions have been answered. Social Security can be a really daunting topic, but it doesn't have to be that way. Our goal at Wellington Adams is to help our clients accomplish their income goals and set them up with tools and strategies to help them succeed. If you'd like some help with that process, you know, please feel free to call our office. Um, the first 20 callers will receive complimentary that Social Security Maximization Report. So please give us a ring at 855-793-2409. All right. That's a great offer for our listeners out there today. Uh, that Social Security Maximization Report. It's a personalized report, uh, and it's really detailed. And we'll tell you exactly what to do and when to do it. What's that number one more time, Baron, that they can call in and get that? That number is 855-793-2409. All right. And listeners, stay tuned. We're going to be right back to continue this discussion about some must-know Social Security rules with our hosts, Simon Hilliard and Baron Fitzgerald, right after this. Retirement can be both exciting and intimidating. At Wellington Adams Investment Advisory, we have found many people fail to truly maximize some of the benefits offered to them, primarily Social Security. Since deciding when to file for your benefit is so important, our firm has assembled an informational packet on Social Security. Call our office at 855-793-2409 or visit us at wellingtonadams.com to learn more. Welcome back, everyone, to our last segment of today's show, titled Eight Must-Know Social Security Rules. We have been discussing some of the different rules that surround Social Security, including how your base benefits are calculated based on your highest 35 years of income. There are three different types of Social Security benefits, basic retirement benefits, spousal benefits, and survivor benefits. Third rule 
that we've talked about is that you cannot claim uh, for two types of benefits. You can only claim one. Um, fourth rule that we were talking about is that taking benefits early will cost you in the future. Um, fifth rule, waiting to claim results in larger monthly checks. And the sixth rule, working while you're in, you know, while you're receiving your social security uh, may reduce your benefit check. Mm. Knowing all these rules really will help you gain a better understanding of social security and again, how you can get the most out of your benefits that you've already paid into the system. Yeah. And thanks for that recap going over the the six benefits you've covered. And that last one, I think, is a biggie. Um, receiving social security uh, and working uh, when you receive it early is going to greatly reduce the amount you get. Uh, and that's not good. I think a lot of people hear, oh, I've got to take social security right away. Well, it's still available to me but yet I'm going to keep working full time. Uh, I want to take, and that doesn't work. Right. I mean, a lot of people, Tony, think that, you know, social security, they, you know, it's actually kind of a, a an amazing statistic, but almost 50% of people that are eligible to file social security benefits do so. And that's a pretty alarming number, especially when you know that people are living longer. Um, life expectancy is going longer, is, you know, becoming longer and longer. And it's typically because of either misinformation or fear. You know, they don't think Social Security is going to be around. So they're and taking my, it early at 62. Yeah. Is what you're saying. And, and yeah. in my professional opinion, I really think that, you know, Social Security is going to be around. They're going to make adjustments. They've been making the adjustments since its inception. So sure. Yeah. And uh, the other side of that is that AARP found in a recent survey that 80% of the baby boomers plan to work in the retirement years. So if you figure those two things together, you're right. You got to be aware of that penalty and factor that into your decision making. Yeah, that's a, that's a big one. I'm glad you guys brought that up. And um, it's been helpful to go over all of these basic rules just so we can understand the program a little better and avoid some of these mistakes. Simon, speaking of that, is there another social security rule that you know of? Sure, Tony. Another rule that we like to inform the clients about when it comes to social security is that the benefits are capped. So if you're in higher earning careers and considering how much you're contributing, everybody needs to be aware that there is a maximum that you can receive. Right now, I think it's 2017, according to social security administration's website, we checked out earlier, the average monthly social security benefit right now is about $1,360 a month. According to them again this year, the f maximum benefit that you can receive at full retirement would be $2,687 each month. So about double that is the max that you can earn compared to the average that's being earned out there. The way that you get to that, my, here's my nerdy fact of the day for all the engineers <laughs> listening. <laughs> the way that you get to that maximum benefit is that if you average index monthly earnings during the highest 35 years of your career are at least $8,843. The way they calculate that's based on inflation. So that's what the index part refers to. And that's your earnings weighted in accorded in, you know, according to account for that inflationary factor over those years. So that's what your average has to be in order to make that maximum. And for those that are able to wait until their age 70 to file, the most that they'll be able to get is $3,000. $538 a month. So remember that they're getting more, Tony, because they're getting those delayed credits for delaying past their full retirement age. Well, yeah, and that's great information. I really like that. That's good to know. 
Baron, what's the last rule that we need to know about regarding Social Security today? Well, the last Social Security rule that we'll share with you uh, today is that your benefits may be taxed. Uh, it seems like everything is taxed these days. <laughs> way, way back when, when FDR initiated the program, he promised the American public that A, Social Security would always be there, and B, it would never be taxed. <laughs> well, that's a long time ago, and FDR is no longer around. Kind of gives the government license to do whatever the heck they want. Uh, Social Security benefits are taxed because of income coming in. If half of your Social Security benefit plus the other taxable income uh, you have that year and also you got to include non-taxable interest is greater than 32000 if you're married and filing jointly or 25000 uh, for those who are single, then your benefits are partially taxable. Um, as far as how much your benefit will be taxed, depends on how much taxable income you have in that year. It can be anywhere from 50 to 85%. Now, it's important to understand also that's not that you're getting taxed at a 50 to 85% rate. That means that 50 to 85% of your Social Security benefits are now being able to be taxed. It's going from the left-hand side of the uh, tax return column to the right-hand column. So for those of you that are wondering also, um, your non-taxable, no, your non-taxable income, like distributions from a Roth account, actually will not count towards that threshold, though. But oh. pretty much everything else will. Uh, yeah, I, you know, I used to think that Social Security wasn't taxed, and I think a lot of people still do. So I'm glad you brought that one up. Now, unfortunately, we're out of time for this week's show. It just flew by. Lots of great information. Simon, do you have anything you'd like to share with us before we go today? Well, you know, of course, we're hoping that some of these points. Uh, brought attention to the matter, helped educate people on what's going on when it's talking about Social Security, made you aware of some things maybe you're not aware of, and you know, take those things into consideration. As we mentioned, we'll do that Social Security Maximization Report complimentary for the first 20 callers. We'll have a sit-down consultation with them, no obligation. But to follow up, help explain specifically to them how their benefits relay considerations to be taken into place. If you're interested in that, you can reach out to us at 855-793-2409, or you can visit us on the web at wellingtonadams.com. Also, Tony, I wanted to mention that we'll be doing a seminar specifically on Social Security coming up here at Heritage Hills on September 12th and September 7th. Sorry, the 7th and the 12th of September, which is a Tuesday and a Thursday at Heritage Hills here in York. You can go online or reach us at that phone number again to find out more, 855-793-2409. Excellent. Well, that's great, Simon, and a great offer for our listeners out there, great opportunities. And that does it for today's episode of Financially Tuned with our amazing hosts, Baron Fitzgerald and Simon Hilliard of Wellington Adams. Join us, everyone, the same time in the same place for another show of Financially Tuned. Take care and we'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to Financially Tuned. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Baron Fitzgerald or Simon Hilliard at Wellington Adams Investment Advisory. Call 855-793-2409 or visit them online at wellingtonadams.com. 
All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Baron Fitzgerald, Simon Hilliard, and Wellington Adams Investment Advisory are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency.